RadioMD. RadioMD.com. It's health delivered daily. Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Well, you know, we talk a lot about good fat and bad fat on this show. We talk about heart disease and women and the differences. And there's so many things that go on and you hear all this information and you're not sure what to believe. Well, today my guest is Dr. Mark Heim and he's the director of the Cleveland Clinic Center for Functional Medicine. He's also the founder and medical director of the Ultra Wellness Center. Dr. Heim, and welcome to the show. So let's talk about sugar versus fat versus good fat and bad fat. First of all, is there such a thing as good fat and bad fat, or are we calling it toxic fat now? What are we looking at? Well, it's really you know quite a mess we've gotten ourselves into because yeah. for the last 35 years, we've been told to eat less fat, that fat makes you fat, that fat causes heart disease. This has been the guidelines from the government, from the major associations professionally, like the nutrition associations and doctor associations. And it's what the media has told us, and it, we're totally confused. And the truth is that the science has finally gotten the story clear, which is that fat doesn't make you fat, and fat doesn't cause heart disease. It's actually sugar and refined carbs that do. And, and it seems like logical that the fat you eat, you know, that passes by your lips is going to end up on your hips. But the truth is, it's not how your body actually works. Science is a little more complex than that. In fact, fat actually speeds up your metabolism, it cuts your hunger, and it causes fat to be released from your fat cells, where sugar does all the opposite. It makes you hungry, it makes you store fat, and it actually prevents fat from being released from the fat cells. So it's really quite simple. If you want to eat fat, you will lose weight. If you eat sugar and refined carbs, you will gain weight. Oh, nicely put. So sugar, refined carbs are really more the enemy than fats are. And of course, so many good fats help us in so many ways. Name some of the really good ones. I mean, avocado is like my favorite food in the world and fish. So name some of the ones that you think not only don't hurt, but help us. Yeah, so it's really actually not that complicated. I I reviewed over a thousand research papers. I covered them all in my book, Eat Fat, Get Thin. I go into the science, but I also have a very practical plan, which is what should I eat? <laughs> and the, the fats that you want to be eating, and everybody agrees on, are omega-3 fats, which come from fatty fish like sardines, herring, mackerel, wild salmon, anchovies. Uh, and, and you want to be careful with the big fish like tuna and swordfish that have omega-3s, but they're also full of mercury. So omega-3s are key. Second is you want to eat uh, things like nuts and seeds. All nuts and seeds are great, except peanuts not so great. So almonds, cashews, Walnuts, pecans, macadamia nuts, pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, chia seeds, hemp seeds are all great sources of fat. They also include protein. They also include minerals. They include fiber. They have some carbs, but they're really great sources of fat. Avocados, awesome source of I love to have avocados every day. Great source of monounsaturated fat. Olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, staple, should be a staple every day. Uh, they did a study with 7,000 people where they gave them a liter of olive oil a day. They actually dramatically reduce the risk of heart attack more than any drugs or statins. Very impressive. So those are things everybody agrees on. I think the things that are more controversial are, oh, the other thing everybody agrees on is no trans fats, shortening, hydrogenated fats. Those are out forever. You should never eat anything with those. And the government has actually called them now a non-grass substance. Grass means generally recognized as safe. So they're not recognized as safe anymore, although you can still get them in food, so you have to be careful. Then the controversy is really about saturated fat and refined oils. So refined oils would be like vegetable oil, corn oil, safflower, canola, um, soybean oil, which is now 20% of our calories, 
unprecedented consumption of this in humans, a thousand times more than we had a hundred years ago. These can be, um, I think, dangerous when consumed in large amounts, uh, and it can lead to increased heart disease, depression, suicide, homicide. This is from the NIH research, very impressive. And you can include those omega-6s in your diet, but they should be from like nuts and seeds naturally in the food. And then saturated fats. Okay, so saturated fats. Go into those. Yeah, so saturated fat. This is where people get so... This is where it's a problem. Eggs are good, eggs are bad. Red meat's good, red meat's bad. Okay, eggs, let's do eggs. Eggs are easy. So the government's now said eggs are okay. Forget about cholesterol, not an issue, quote, not a nutrient concern anymore. Uh, This is from the new 2015 Dietary Guidelines, and it's pretty stunning reversal of 35 years of advice to lower cholesterol and to lower fat. The guidelines also said to forget about lowering fat. There was no restriction on dietary fat in the new dietary guidelines for the first time in 35 years. But they did say for the first time to reduce added sugars to less than 10% of our diet, which is a radical change, meaning we should, and people don't know what added sugars are, but it's all the sweeteners and everything. And the, the saturated fat, they still say to cut down on saturated fat. And I think it's based on some shaky evidence. And when you look at the studies, and there's been more and more papers out on this every month almost, showing there's no correlation between saturated fat in the diet and heart disease, despite the fact that we've all been told that saturated fat raises your cholesterol. It actually does, but it raises the HDL, a good cholesterol, and also raises the LDL, but it creates a better kind of LDL called large, fluffy LDL particles. And that protects you. So the net-net is that sugar is actually a thing that makes your cholesterol worse. It actually causes a fat production factory in the liver uh, and, and turns on the production of triglycerides. It lowers the HDL, causes bad LDL, whereas fats don't do that. So I think Okay, but fats, now people, people get confused. They hear sugar. And then they see diets like Atkins and no carbs. You can't even have a tomato because a carrot's bad for you. It's got too much sugar in it. You're not allowed to eat any of those great, wonderful vegetables from the ground. So when you say sugar, please explain to the listeners, because we only have like two minutes left, what you mean by that. So uh, the one key just point on saturated fat again before I move on is that saturated fats are only okay to eat if you don't eat them with refined carbs and sugar. So what is that? Anything, obviously, with sugar, honey, maple syrup, any kind of sweetener, high fructose corn syrup, that's clear. And then uh, refined grains, flour products. Flour actually acts worse in your body than sugar. So anything that's a flour product, even if it's called whole wheat, or any kind of flour, rice flour, whole wheat flour. You're killing me here. I love bread. Any kind of flour is like sugar in your body. So think of it as a drug. You can use it occasionally in small amounts, but... It should not be used on a regular basis as a staple. And then there's the starchy vegetables. Those are fine for most people, like sweet potatoes, winter squash. I mean, carrots, you know, you have to eat four bags of carrots to get any significant sugar increase. Uh, and those can be part of a healthy diet. So if it's a plant food, it's generally healthy for you. If it's grown on a plant, not made in a plant, probably uh-huh. okay to eat. <laughs> you I know, like that. It's really simple. And I think, you know, think of it. I, I, I often do a program with the churches and... Um, and I have this thing called the Daniel Plan, which we created with Brick Warren, which is where we got a church of 15,000 people to lose a quarter of a million pounds by eating real food. And I said that the principles are really simple. Leave the food that man made and eat the food that God made. And if you pick up a Twinkie from the store, you oh. say, did God make this? Probably oh. not. Did avocado, did And if God he make did, this? he made it yeah. 2,000 years ago and it's still sitting on the shelf. 
Exactly. And did he make an avocado or an egg or an almond? Yeah. If it has a nutrition facts label, a barcode, or an ingredient list, it's probably not good for you. Now, it may be, but it's more likely that it's not. Like if it's says tomatoes, water, and salt, or if it's ingredients you can recognize and pronounce, and there's probably less than five on the label, okay. But for most of the, most of the principles are eat real food. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. And what a great place to wrap up, Dr. Hyman. People can see more about you at eatfatgetthin.com and drhyman.com. It's great information. We're learning here so much about sugars and processed foods. And if you can't read the words on the label, you probably shouldn't be eating it. Eat food that, what did you say, was grown from a plant, not made in a plant. That's right. I love that. That's what you need to do, listeners. So if you missed any of the great information, listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole. Scroll around, learn something with us, and stay well.